Today on the show, Radical Ones, we call on the honor of Grayskull with 1985's He-Man and She-Ra, The Secret of the Sword. For the honor of Grayskull? It's time to get radical. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick or treat? Oh, oh. Did I do that? Good morning, Charlie. Welcome back, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with everyone's favorite brother and mine, David, for another episode of the podcast. Happy Black Friday, David, post-Thanksgiving. Welcome, welcome. Are you going to partake in any sort of Black Friday things? Do you do Cyber Monday? We probably have have talked about this every year on this podcast, but... (laughs) It's worth repeating, in case you may not have listened to every single episode, which you should have. Yes, we have our radical one, Leah, who went back to our back catalog and listened to everything, David, including, you know, those ones that people never seem to want to hear, like our top witches from the first season and followed by our vampire episode, you know, in in season two. And then we also (laughs) did, I don't think it really went over well, shocking moments for us in like musical history. Was it musical history? No, we just did shocking. Shocking moments in general, because that was that was the famous Michael Jackson story where, you know, that happened. <laughs> so we have actually, not to cut you off, but I always do. We have a few things we're going to celebrate. One, our love of He-Man and She-Ra. Yeah. Two, apparently Black Friday, which you still haven't answered if you're going to be doing anything of that nature. You no, know, David, like I never will partake in that in the physical sense because having to work in retail and knowing that those people have to come in at midnight on their Thanksgiving just to be stampeded, I will wait for Cyber Monday, if anything. Honestly, I've always stuck to that too as well. I did Black Friday once and it was more for us to go get coffee and hang out and laugh with friends. And I mean, I'm talking years ago. I had no kids, no, you know, anything like that. Wasn't married, wasn't even dating my husband and just hung out and did silly stuff. We really didn't go into stores. I think we were hoping to kind of see a mad rush of people running into stores. I don't know. <laughs> I think I said this on this podcast again. We might be repeating ourselves like David mentioned, but I remember working at Pottery Barn and literally they opened the doors at midnight and it sounded like a stampede of elephants. I'm not even joking. I was in the back of the store and I turned my head and I said, what's that sound? And it sounded like a herd of people coming in. For, by the way, the sales are ridiculous. They're not even that great. I think they raise the prices just to knock them. Exactly. Yes. And they offer you like, oh, they might have like 10, 10 
big screen TVs that are like $100 just to entice people. And the first people are fight. punching each other over, yeah. you know, oh no CD or I mean, oh, oh no TV from, from Walmart. Isn't that the brand? <laughs> oh, no. Isn't it? oh no. I it's hope not, it's oh, not no. Yoko. Oh no. <laughs> oh so, no. Oh no. Great value. <laughs> Great so value. listen, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying you're not buying a, a Samsung, you know, thousand dollar TV for a hundred bucks. Anyway, I'm being cynical. Happy Black Friday. Happy Post Thanksgiving. I'm only working on about two of my regular four cylinders that are also turbo because of obviously yesterday was Thanksgiving, and uh, yes. of course you were missed because you were not here with us. But and the funny thing is, for I, I you know I never really said this before, but I've become a Kardashian, I am taking Ozempic <laughs> to lose weight, and I'm revealing my secrets. The secrets are all out. The secret, I mean, this name. The secret of the sword is actually the secret of Ozempic. So, I mean, try to overindulge on a holiday when Thanksgiving's on a Thursday, but your Ozempic shot is on a Wednesday. It don't work. So just put it that way. Does that mean since we invoked that name, do we get a sponsorship? I don't know, but I totally want, but I cannot find it in. So I'm now in a large, tall shirt. So like I, I get tall because I'm I'm taller and long. The, yeah, long. And I want to get the shirt that says Ozempic Bear, like the knockoff of a cocaine bear, because it's really thin and it looks funny. But I can't find one that's long. And every shirt I put on. It's like a belly shirt, literally. Like Zempic a... Bear? Do yeah. they have that? Yes, they do. I actually think Elon Musk started that on X. X. So anyway, getting back to reality. So we have... We're thankful for the radical ones that are listening to this. We're obviously thankful, but it's it bears repeating. We're thankful. We're thankful that we're here. We're thankful that you're here with us. We're celebrating Ryan 38 years to the day, but Shira and He-Man, the secret of the sword. So yes, 38 years of this movie and Shira, princess of power, David. So we are so thankful, especially if you're taking us along on your Black Friday shopping today. Remember our season premiere, Chopping Mall, and do not let the robots come and get you if you are in the shopping mill. Scan that tag, David. Scan that a badge, the ID badge, quickly. And remember, quickly. if that old lady's in a scooter, a well-placed TV box could stop her from running you out. I'm <gasps> only kidding. I don't condone violence, and I don't condone beating up old ladies for a towel. <laughs> Because it's $1.99 or whatever it is. I don't know. That's a steal at this point. God only knows what goes on. It's like a riot in these places. I, I just don't understand how people can become so indignant to like elbow somebody for like a half price towel. It's just not me. But anyway, anyway, I digress. 38 years of He-Man and she becoming the dynamic duo. In the two worlds of Eternia and Etheria... There is one who commands the power, He-Man. Now, for the first time ever on the motion picture screen, He-Man and your favorite Masters of the Universe characters in a brand new adventure. Leading the rebellion into the greatest battle of all time. And introducing She-Ra, Princess of Power, his long-lost sister. He-Man, catch! He-Man and She-Ra, united at last, following their destiny to a distant world. Fighting for freedom in a treacherous land. 
Unleashing their power on the most evil forces ever to menace the universe. Together we'll make life miserable for those Eternian fools. Just like the old days. <laughs> the fire. The fury. The fantasy. This is the dawn of the most incredible adventure of all. He-Man and She-Ra in The Secret of the Sword. The Secret of the Sword, or He-Man and She-Ra, The Secret of the Sword, is a movie about He-Man, the master of the universe, has to find a person who will carry a magic sword. In the other dimensional world of Etheria, he has to find She-Ra, Princess of Power. Together they fight villains and save a winged horse. Huh? That's one of the synopsises I found on this. I like this one better. Prince Adam is sent to the world of Etheria to find his long abducted sister Adora and awaken her to her own destiny. That sums it up a little better. Picture it. Castle Grayskull, 1985. <laughs> a sleeping sorceress is wearing a pink slip dress. No headdress, by the way. She has got her slip back on. We talked yes, about this. In her sleeping chamber with the very gauntly scary looking bedpost. Yeah, that is not appealing. Somehow she summoned and she walks through one of the interdimensional gates that have never opened before. And there you see Shira's sword, soon to be Shira's sword. A sword that is very much like He-Man slash Adam's, except for it has a crystal gem in the center of it. So basically the identical sword, just with a gem inside it. Which, by the way, David, I found out that Shira's sword, since originally the mythos was only to be one sword of he, 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 sword of he, the sword was cloned. There was Trollins involved. And if anyone doesn't know, that is the race that Orko from He-Man is. And they're magicians. And usually they're very powerful if they're on their planet. They're not Orko. Long story short, the sword is cloned. And the jewel is actually, David, what gives She-Ra her... She-Ra? Gives She-Ra her power to transform the sword. That is why He-Man does not have that power. So that's something I just actually found out. It makes sense because she's got the jewel. Everything is bigger and better when you're Shira. And I always thought Shira was more adaptable to situations. I thought that, you know, you, you see He-Man getting shot at and he's like swatting it with his sword. Shira can turn into a shield. Yeah. I mean, hell, she could turn anything. She's again, it's it's the the Swiss Army knife effect sword, much like the Sword of Omens, which you can be found on the Radical Retro Rewind Thundercats reviews every last Friday of the month, including David next Friday with two new episodes. So this was the first He-Man theatrical film and the first release to feature Shira or any other of the Masters of the Universe Princess of Power characters, predating the actual live action movie. And then six months after this movie's premiere, The Secret of the Sword was televised in episodic form during the premiere week of Shira from September 9th to the 13th of 1985. They also turned these five episodes and they extended them, David, because did you notice there's no Lucky, who is one of our characters that usually are there, or there's no Moral. So that was, of course, added for the daily version of the episode. Like David said, we cut back to Castle Grayskull, sorceress in her nightgown, calling out. And then she sends her her he man come to gray adam adam come to grass grayskull it's of most important 
Which, by the way, David, Adam is making his evidently famous spice cake. Mm, I love a man that can cook and can wear a good harness as He-Man. He does actually do both. And David, I don't think I've ever realized how gay He-Man possibly is until I've rewatched this movie again. But we'll get into that. That's your stereotyping. Just because a man wears lavender and pink, makes spice cakes, and is (laughs) emotionally available, Ryan, doesn't make him gay. He also rode on the back of Bo's steed, which we have to get into. So he's making this cake. The Sorceress David summons Adam. Did you notice he didn't transform into He-Man, which to me would have been a little strange because I don't think Adam usually just wanders into Castle Grayskull. I think it's he usually does do the transformation, but she specified Adam, I guess. She didn't say He-Man. <laughs> He-Man, come to Grayskull. <laughs> so he gets there with Cringer. And Cringer, of course, is his green cat who turns into battle cat so she goes david she's telling him some gossip don't ask no questions she says please adam stop asking questions this door has never opened before and you want me to pass through it and find someone in the world it leads to i would go myself but as you know i have no power outside this castle but you can't tell me who this person is huh hold out your hands This sword shall lead you to the one you seek. Why, except for this jewel, this sword looks exactly like mine. And like yours. It is meant for someone with a very special destiny. But how? Adam, please, ask no questions. Until you find this one, I can say nothing. The very fate of the universe may depend on your success. So he's like, you want me to go through an interdimensional gate that uh, you've never been through before? Doors never open. $20? I'm convinced. And he's like, and you won't tell me why I have to do that. Please, stop asking questions. And then, David, she follows it up with, I'd go myself, but you know I can't. <laughs> so. Yeah, sure. That's what that's what it is. You know I would do this myself. You know I would go... <laughs> I would go up and get the groceries at Trader Joe's, but Never. but I can't. Why is it later? And I'll ask you this when we get to it. Why is it in the flashback, Sorceress is able to be out of bird form with Man at Arms when they do their, we really search for you forever, I swear. Oh, you're really jumping the gun now. Oh, Lord. Just want everyone to notice that. Sorceress, a little a little off when, when she wants to do something. Well, maybe at that point, because it was such a, maybe she asked the spirits of Grayskull to grant her the ability. Because there's another time Time that the sorceress is not in bird form outside of grace tilana that's the <laughs> the original sorceress's name anyway this isn't about he-man or is it so adam goes to etheria and he is to seek out a stranger and give them this sword and from the beginning from the beginning he ends up in that tavern town that everybody seems the laughing swan the inn. laughing swan inn is always part of it it's like the local hangout spot <laughs> harp players and they don't know about talking animals which is very strange because in this universe a broom can speak to people so cringer speaks and he goes i want fish and plenty of it and he's like oh your cat speaks and he's like doesn't everybody so already things are a little strange here and david he orders food adam how is he gonna pay is for his it? money good? I was gonna he, say. Yeah, is the money good he's like ah 
I'll put it on a tab. They won't know. I'll turn into He-Man and Rust run out of here. So the first thing, meal. You think he's a spy for the Horde, Cole? It seems quite unlikely, though. The only time a Hordesman ever smiles is when he's doing something awful to someone. <laughs> Welcome to the Laughing Swan, stranger. How may we serve you today? Uh, how about a little chow? Uh, your, uh, your animal, he, uh, he speaks. Well, doesn't everybody? Bo is watching. Now, David, Bo is a character in She-Ra. How would you describe Bo? He is a harp player, no, too. No, he, right? he, he, he plays different instruments, but he is a archer. And a he very good an one. A very good one. He is top tier when it comes to archery. Like, he, that's his weapon of choice. So much so that it is his name he's taken on. He's a member of the Great Rebellion. It's Cowl and Bo are sizing up Adam and Cringer saying, are they, you think they're Horde spies and Cowell says something snarky and I don't remember like he looks too dumb to be or something you know like he's he's B-I-T-C-H like he is no matter what he's the mean gay guy that you hang out with all the time like says horrible things to people but catty he's but he still has a heart but he's he's a nasty Bia yeah it's perfect for him and Bo now come on they are perfect they banter definitely so then a bunch of hordesmen come in this is something I've always never understood about Shira are they robots are they men in metal suits or are they both because I mean I think they're robots I've always thought they're robots but there's also some things that they allude to that there's actually living creatures also doing this like in these different so I don't know you're right because then that one part when Shadow Weaver sees that Adam's hair is hanging out of the thing that would have been like oh crap this is not robotic, but David, you're right. There are other episodes, I swear, in the future where there's like a head hordesman, right? And they have a thing, but they take it off. These are supposed to be robots only for the fact, David, that Shira is able to kill them because that's how they got around filmation. Her not killing or Living. like hitting real people. Yes. So she could do anything to these robots, which is a problem that He-Man had evidently. He couldn't just actively punch some, you know, he always had to do something around it. So Shira can well, kick and with punch. with great power comes great responsibility the the hordesmen are roughing up the locals they get into an altercation adam as adam not he-man steps up to the plate and and Bo is very impressed as he should be that he took on a man in pink and lavender that's what i'm and saying pulling it David. off with that that yellow blonde hair dutch boy cut that he's got going on and you know how i always love to do his voice oh you geez you got me samantha oh samantha oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uncle arthur oh samantha that's snaggle adam too. but i love him anyway so the horde by the way is the equivalent of skeletor in he not the horde no, is no, on the is... next level the horde is the the horde is a dictatorship like the borg on star trek they yeah. they uh, they basically take over everything and and you become either you're a slave to them or you become part of them that's true. And they burn, they destroy, they kill things. They just constantly are doing horrible things to people, controlling them, making them slaves. There's a band of rebels, quote unquote, which, by the way, I found out that Shira was heavily influenced by Return of the Jedi, Star Wars. They said rebellion. You think? And different things like that. They said even the Luke and Leia thing, with the, because that was two years prior to Shira, by the way, 83. So there's a band of good people trying to stand against the Horde, and both is one of them. There's also a place called Whispering Woods where they are protected, David.
save it from the horde because they're magical and they're they're deep. These woods are deep. So the woods are very (laughs) deep. They're magical. And let's say as a hordesman, you'd be walking into the woods. The the trees would shift and basically confuse you and you would not be able to smart be able to get through because you'd be lost perpetually lost so this is their stronghold but there's definitely weakness to the whispering woods like it can be burnt down it could be chopped down it could be bulldozed down so anyway you find out that the horde has systematically gone through etheria and conquered kingdom after kingdom and then while doing so he was originally on eternia he-man's planet and he had taken his twin sister atora and now has bewitched her with the help of his witch shadow weaver sidekick shadow weaver so between the hordes like mk ultra training and shadow weaver's magic of control they actually talk about this shadow weaver and he's like between our training mk ultra it's it's britney spears between the mk ultra and shadow weaver's magic they discuss that they've they've held her then you start to see that adam becomes like integrated into the rebellion they get the moment where where glimmer glimmer is taken by his his charm Oh, yeah. She went, oh, wow, Bo, you really brought home a a good one this time. (laughs) Glimmer, I'm back. Bo, where have you been? I, oh. Glimmer, this is Adam. Pleased to meet you. Adam helped me teach some horde troopers a lesson in Thamor. Madam's coming! Madam's coming! Madam? Come on! So Glimmer is one of the members. She's a leader in there because her mother was the former queen of Bright Moon, Queen Angela, who's actually currently being held by a harpy. (laughs) Well... So let's not get ahead of ourselves. The horde goes back to the town. La- what is it? This laughing swan? <laughs> yes, laughing swan in. To, la- to enslave the people because they say that they are friends with the rebellion and they support the rebellion. So He-Man at some point comes across Adora, Force Captain Adora. And basically he tells her that you're the one that I'm looking for. And he seems like very disillusioned by the fact that because she is a member of the horde, she is evil. She personifies all the bad things why would the sword of protection or any call out to her be something for her because she's clearly evil quote unquote so he basically gets captured at that point because this is two times he-man gets captured right and he tells her though that this sword was meant for someone to do great goodness and he was sent here for that at the same time is this the same the time that he tells her that you're wrong basically go out and see what the horde is doing or is this later on this is later but this is when she's she's inkling about it but no he nothing this is later so you find that there's an inner turmoil with adora because she's really not inherently evil she's being manipulated and controlled and um there is a battle in her even though she's very good at being a force captain she always thinks it's like the horde is good it's for the better of the horde the horde is the original rulers of this planet yes she's really reading the propaganda this is this is nazi germany (laughs) like yeah she's, she's really into the propaganda she believes it all but it's enforced by magic so he man is captured taken to beast island beast island you mean that yeah. <gasps> how dare am i it's beast island beast island why would the horde take captives to that terrible place i've heard rumors that they have a prison there <sighs> if that's where he-man is let's go That's how... (laughs) So they go to rescue He-Man, which in itself is almost 
beyond crazy for them to do because beast island is like later on beast island is like one of the strongest most fierce place to be able to be kept it's a torture place basically it's a torture cell oh keep your guard up everyone this isn't called beast island for nothing it's it must be somewhere far away because they have to take a flying ship Bo, Glimmer, Madame Raz, who is a witch character. So, in this show. Madame Raz is the equivalent to Orko. She's got a heart of gold. Yes. Her magic doesn't <laughs> always work. She's very old. It's implied that she's very old, and that's why she does. She also forgets how to, to call upon the powers because she is not by any means a weak witch. She just doesn't know how to. No. She, she just seems to not be able to, to channel the power the right way, or she messes up the wording. She gets with those twiggets, and she's able to do things a lot of times. Yeah. Those twiggets. And Shira. So Twiggets, these are little tiny like gnome sort of green little little creatures that inhabit the Whispering Woods, and they're they must be inherently magical too. Yeah, because a lot of times they're seen even Broom, which is Madame Raz's companion, her talking broom that she rides on, is able to like form a coven at various times. It seems right in American Horror Story. <laughs> they they do that. They do spells. As a matter of fact, Madame Raz did a crystal ball effect in this movie using Twig. And, and stuff. Yeah. Well, good for That's her. how she finds out he's on Beast Island, David. So anyway, they go to Beast Island. They go to save He-Man. They end up getting captured. And then, is it Cowl? Cowl gets in. He runs when they're they're attacked. Yeah, he leaves. And that's something also, side story about Cowl. A lot of time, Cowl is considered to be the cowardly one. But at the same time, he's also smart about getting out of things because he ends up helping people in the long term because he's, yes. he's escaped from the initial danger and can able to slip in the back because, again, he's one. He's the snarf. He's underrated. Who Who cares about this flying, you know? True. little thing so he ends up saving he-man he turns off the... he's being chained down he-man and this is when he-man tells Adora to go out and see what the horde really does yes. to people save your strength stranger that force field is programmed to resist even your power you i'm adora force captain adora and your name my name is he-man this sword you carried intrigues me he-man it feels as if it were made just for me. I thought it was. And now you don't. I was to give that sword to someone who served the forces of good. But you, you serve the forces of evil. Evil? You're the one who serves evil, Rebel. I serve the rightful rulers of Etheria. You can't believe that. Haven't you seen how the Horde treats people? Well, I've spent most of my life training in the Fright Zone. There's been little time to see the rest of Etheria. Then why don't you do it now? Or are you afraid of learning the truth about the Horde? I'm afraid of nothing. Then you'll go? I'll think about it. She ends up talking to Hordak and Shadow Weave saying she ha- she wants to return to the Bright Zone. She has something to do. And they're suspicious of her yes. at this point, Shadow And Shadow Weaver. Weaver already says there's something something going on. She feels this turmoil inside her. From that stranger and that curious sword, David. You and this curious sword. We didn't even mention that amazing quote. So He-Man is freed and then... He decides to destroy Beast Island so he could never use it as a prison again. And he tells Glimmer and, and Madame Razambo to get back on the thing. And what does Glimmer say? Oh, he's magnificent or something oh, like that. <laughs> my mommy and daddy parts are tingling. <laughs> this doesn't happen around Bo. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glimmering now. My God. 
I've never seen anything like that. Oh, you're incredible. All in a day's work. Now let's get back to Whispering Woods. There's a certain someone I have to find. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So Adora goes out in disguise, incognito. She takes her steed, which is Spirit, a white horse. Horse! A white horse. horse. And David, I found out that Spirit Swiftwin was originally written to be a female character. Spirit could not speak before his first transformation into Swiftwin. And originally, only Swiftwin was to have the power of speech. Therefore, in many early episodes, Spirit has no lines. But later on, both Spirit and Swiftwind could speak. And that's a little detail, David. And I do love that he's a male. And they didn't just go with a female unicorn, the you know, to go along with the female male counterpart i love that dynamic of her and her her spirit so she takes the the non-talking horse at this moment she puts her robin hood cloak on david she puts like a a a thing over her head and she goes out into the world who doesn't love a good cloak she pulls it off she's beautiful listen i I would probably wear a cloak all the time if i could You know, it goes with everything, David. It goes with everything. She goes out. She talks to various people. She finds out that one person spoke against the Horde and they destroyed his his house, I want to say. And his farm. And they, his farm and things the like that. the taxes were too high. She sees people asking for water and they- And being beaten and thrown. So this is where Adora's heart is being shown. And she's- By the way, David, I didn't even mention this. In 1983, about 40% of He-Man's buyers were girls. And they mm-hmm. wanted more characters like Tila, Evelyn, and the Sorceress. And so that's why Mattel's girl team... By the way, there's a whole debate, which there's an episode of called of the greatest toys ever made on Netflix as a He-Man episode. And there's this huge debate, who created She-Ra, by the way? Because the women department in Mattel claim her. The guy of Filmation claims her. Uh, everyone's claiming She-Ra. But originally, David, the name? Leela. Tila's lost sister. Oh, okay. She was going to have a... You know how Tila has the snake staff in the in the toys? She was going to have a, sna- a staff with a friendly snake that would speak to her, and she was going to ride a reindeer. David went silent. That's um, <laughs> very woodsy. As Hordak and Shadow Weaver discuss how He-Man is now a threat too powerful to ignore, they are confronted by Adora wielding the Sword of Protection. However, Shadow Weaver casts Adora into a mystic sleep that will make her forget what she has learned about the Horde and takes the sword, planning to learn from its secrets. And then they unveil David, the newest weapon, the Mega Beam, a willpower-fueled transporter that will allow Hordak to send the entire Rebel base the rebels into exile forever so at this point hordak is now tapping into the powers of these captured villagers if you want to dive deeper into it for me it speaks about how when people are joined together and they have this commonality there's a strength within that and fighting for freedom for example and he's able to basically magically or mechanically remove their will so almost like going into like that it's a force within you. 
almost like your soul or, it, or truly that's energy, exactly. magnetic field, whatever you want to say, energy you're ex- giving out to the world when you're, when you're fighting and you're harnessing your inner chief, so to speak. So anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool. Well, right now he's using Hordak, the weak villages that are already run down, enslaved. So it only gets him so far. That's why Shadow Weaver thinks of this strong stranger that just appeared on the planet, which makes total sense. The other thing is, too, going back to when when she confronts them with the sword in hand at his chamber. Yes. Shadow Weaver magically gets herself to the side of her and, and like, puts this... She goes, haven't I been a mother to you? Haven't I been? Yeah. A like, like a mother, like a to, mother you? to you? <sighs> Let me help you, child. Stay away! Surely you would not harm me, Adora. Am I not like a mother to you? I, I... And then Hordak gets upset. He's like, first this, and now Adora is turning against me? Yeah, I kind of think that he did really like her as a child in the sense for a little while, maybe. he. T- well, in in the remake... I believe that Hordak, even though he's not really capable of any any really love or whatever, he does have some sort of fondness. Like, like she's always referred to as his favorite. So anyway, you get to a point where, again... He-Man's captured. He-Man's captured. Because he sneaks into the Horde base looking for Adora. But Adora once again thinks he's a villain and arrests him. And then they use the Mega Beam energy chamber to charge it overnight. And they leave him in the charge. Like, they're like, we've got to charge this up, Weaver. Overnight, we're going to do He-Man. He's already halfway through, right? I think it was at one point, the beam. You could see the cartoon. You know, there was a, there was a mess up at some yes, point. Yes, yes, right? Yes. They capture He-Man. He's put into this chamber to absorb his energy. And then you see Adora sleeping. Uh, she's in a, a sorceress special. <laughs> yes, slip, she is. Little slip nightgown. Pretty. Who knew they had that at the Horde? Here's the funny part. Like, I know that you only know what you're raised with. But when you look at Hordak and Shadow Weave, they're gross looking. Yeah. And then you see these other people that are very much look like you. I'm talking if this is Adora. When you look in the mirror, yes. you're a blonde, pretty girl. Everybody else in the Fright Zone. Permanent eyeliner permanent purple eyeliner grotesque looking one's got yeah clips in her hands and and then we have what Scorpia. i call the knockoff shira face in what's her name the oh, catra catra, catra yeah. with her very thick drag queen she is beyond i mean come on scorpia is the worst with that voice matter of fact heyman gives her a diss you're not much of a lady are you i'll stop your muscle man that's not very ladylike Of course, you're not much of a lady anyway. I'll get you, muscle man. That woman, Scorpia. <laughs> That's perfect for your voice, Brian. You could do it. I'm from Brooklyn. That's all I New can York. do. By the way, you mentioned Hordak's design. Hordak is a cyborg, but he is designed with stereotypical vampire traits. White skin, red eyes, vampire-like fangs, and pointy ears, which resemble the ears of a bat. And, David, his album is on his chest depicts, what? A red bat. Bats have long been associated with vampires and Hordak. I could see him as a vampire. 
vampire character. So, like David's point, unnatural, ugly people. Well, it's not even that. I, you know what? It's it's kind of like you could say, well, it's teaching children to accept different people. But I'm talking about if you're in that universe and you see, why do I look like this? You see, <laughs> you see, like a farmer who's very docile, getting his ass beat, yes, and everything. Like in generally speaking, would you not question it from the very beginning? And I think that she does, and I think that's part of why they keep reinforcing the magic even before he mentioned. Yes, up. exactly, David. They probably, like you said, MK altered her. There is a point that she's sleeping, and here comes the sorceress finally stepping in. Oh. Adora, Adora, Adora. And then she wakes up. She's like, I don't know what's going on here. She has, she gives her resting bitch face look. Out. She's looking out the window. I don't know what's going on, but I intend to find out. We mentioned that in the Shira and He-Man Christmas special, Adora, when she gets angry, she gets angry. She's a wonderful heart, beautiful person. But if Adora's angry, even later don't on, cross she's her. good. Don't cross her, because she will let you know. <laughs> she's going to use her arms. She's going to lose her legs. <laughs> yeah, she she's use her... <laughs> So she goes to the chamber and she sees and she says, oh, the sh- like the stranger, the strong stranger or something is growing weaker. She goes, I don't know why I'm here. And then the sword starts to glow and here comes the sorceress. Adora. 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 And then she goes through the whole thing. She says that it's time for you to throw off the enchantments that have made you a slave to the horde. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Then she goes on to say, you, 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 you were taken as a child by the horde and you never knew your mother or your father. But you also had, pause, twin brother. Oh, yeah. That man. <laughs> <laughs> Basically standing before you. He, man. Yeah, I think she does The say champion that. of on the side of good. She's like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, sorceress woman. And you see this man who was about to be enslaved by the horde. She's very dramatic this whole time. I she, think, she says is. you never knew your mother and you never knew your father, but you but you also had a twin brother. And then she tells him, This is this is your brother. This is who is, you know, the man before you. you. I think, yeah, she does it. The man before and you. And he needs your help, Adora, for the honor of Grayskull. Now, could you imagine if she was blanked out and she didn't hear that part? Wait, After wait, being what? told that she was <laughs> yeah. taken by a horde and she and she's just like blanked. <laughs> and then she hears the machine that it's full and he man drops to the ground because that he's sound, drained yeah. of all his power. Bing, 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 bing. Perfect timing. Oh, you know the sorceress. She has good time. Well, she has to do a seep lurking around and looking. So <laughs> she says, no, my brother. And then she says, for the honor of Grayskull. But then that's one. And then she's like, for the honor of Grayskull. Then all of a sudden she picks up the sword and goes and holds it above her head. No, my brother. For the honor of Grayskull. And 
and that's when the transformation the most oh electrifying ever yeah she she top i'm sorry she beats he-man's transformation down like i mean the colors the hair growth the glitter the glam the, the i don't know what that that encircle thing that goes around her then she it swirls around her then it explodes and i love shira i always said this it's like they really said we have to give her everything that he-man didn't have even down to the transformation so anyway we have to go back for a second a lot of you probably don't know the cartoon and it can be seen on disney it's spider woman <gasps> yes <laughs> This was supposed to be like woman's version of Spider-Man. She can spin web. She can fly. She can shoot beams. She can do like stun beams. Powers, I think too. She has everything. She's got everything. Aunt Jessica. I remember that clip you sent me something. Aunt Jessica. And she jumps out. She jumps out of helicopters. Everything. And she's got like a reporter background. So she's like the Clark Kent slash Lois Lane slash whatever going on as she's Spider-Woman. Anyway, that's a side note. Look it up. Cartoon is very dangerous. And has some pretty mechanical M. Oh God! I'm I'm uh, no he yeah it's terrible. Anyway. Gets the power, this magical transformation, and she breaks open the thing. And meanwhile, Hordak's like, "What is going on in there?" He's like, "Let me in!" On the door, and of course, Shira does the whole talking to herself, and that that door is not going to hold long. How can I help you? And he's like, "The sword of power." She's like, "The sword of power." Of course, the sword of power. Thank God she's got good reflexes. She throws it, and he picks it up because otherwise, I would accidentally probably kill Team Man, throw it at him, and stabbed him by accident. And by the way, the heroic voice that Shira's voice actress does when she does Shira. That, honestly, that part when the sh- when she's explaining her backstory that she was taken, it made me sad deeply that she lost all this time with her family. That she was stolen, that she was manipulated, and then that she actually worked to enslave her own brother. She throws the sword, he transforms, she watches him transform, and then she's basically like, uh-oh, they're gonna blow down this thing. So He-Man basically says, you go, warn the rebellion. I don't know what she's gonna do. How's she gonna warn the rebellion if they all get zapped into nowhere? Get out of the Whispering Woods, I guess. The call is coming from inside the Whispering Woods. Get out. But this allows her, David, to what? We get the second part of the transformation. Then she does some flips, and she busts through and jumps, and then lands through the barn, or whatever you want to call it, the stable onto Spirit, who then transforms... David like a rock on top of Spirit. Like a... Like boom. A penny. Yeah. I, I thought that. Like, boom. And so he transforms. He says, I am Swiftwind now, dear friend. And then she takes off with him. Go, Spirit! <laughs> I am Swiftwind now, dear friend. So that does allow her to make up time because Swiftwind will now be able to fly to the Whispering Woods. It's really, it's just, it was a, it was definitely a cool, and it was cool that the magic worked that she didn't have to use the sword per se. No, the music started again. So then He-Man says it's, he, it's taking too much time to fight all these off, so he jumps through the ceiling, and Hordak's like, "You're too late. I'm pressing the button now. <laughs> it's over. It is they, it's over." over. Watch the Whispering Woods go bye-bye. 
<laughs> he shoots the beam, and then there's Shira going, oh, God, he's activated the machine. What am I going to do? Oh, there's a big boulder. What if I throw it at it? it Maybe it'll it'll stop it from hitting. So she throws it at it. Now, did she have... Swiftwind went down, but she, w- she didn't pick it up. She was on the ground, but she lit stuff with Swiftwind all the time. This is where Hordak, again, his one of his fatal flaws, he gets too cocky. He thinks that the Horde is all powerful no matter what. Anybody can't do anything. Yes. He's about to use the beam again, and He-Man breaks the machine, and all the essence goes yes. back into the rebels. The people, been, yes. The energies that's been stolen. They escape. He's about to get He-Man again, and, and basically Shira swoops down and picks him up, and then they go to the Whispering Woods. Yes. They, they detransform and they enter the Whispering Woods and they're so excited, the rebels, they see Adam and then they think they captured Force Captain Adora. Good work! They're like, good, you got it. The Horde will do anything to get her back, basically. Like, oh, she's a good bargaining chip. She's like, are these your friends, brother? They must have said, what the hell is going on? Well, here's the thing, and we've always talked about this. So, He-Man transforms, he gets more muscles and a tan, and his his hair changes color. Shira gets hair extensions and a new outfit. And her voice changes, She looks just like Adora, and she's got a white horse. Then she has a Pegasus that's a white horse. I guess it has the horn and stuff. So, like, even Cringer, his colors don't change. He gets bigger so here's the thing he-man i could suspend belief or whatever you want to say because he's a different coloring yeah you know he he didn't go to the salon and get a spray tan instantly every time he transforms so so there's the difference there so anyway they she basically says she's on the side of the rebellion now and she was Madame mind Raz controlled. Is, oh, 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 that's lovely. You know, she she greets her Madame Raz. They become great friends, those two, over the series. So there's a few things I want to point out that I really loved about Shira too. Just we're not done because there's actually more to this more to the the Yeah, the never end. this movie never ends. Shira being now Shira has the knowledge of Adora who was member of the Horde. So she knows secret tunnels, she knows yes. where Horde bases are, all these things which is makes her a very much a threat, a big threat to the Horde. Even as Adora, if they don't know that, that she's Shira, she's a big threat because she knows too much. She yes. has all the secrets. Like, she knows everything. Where Shadow Weaver leaves her, Book of Spells to God only knows, wh- whatever. Catcher's Scratch Post, whatever. She knows it all. She knows it smells like pee in here, the kitty litter, like we mentioned with the Thundercats. So then Glimmer, all of a sudden you cuts to a scene of Glimmer. Glimmer is like, oh, this is another day, I'm assuming. They're, they're like, you can talk some sense into Glimmer. She's going to go to Talon Mountain. Talon Mountain to free her. She's like, but it's my mother. There's Angela's jailer, Hunger the Harpy. Then Adam and Adora basically say, don't go. We'll handle it. Our, we'll handle it for you. And they're like, okay. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, yeah, my okay, my mother, okay. Here's a picture of her. It's, it's from the seventies, <laughs> but she looks about the same. But from what I remember, she has the deepest voice you'll ever hear in the world. Go with that. Then they tr- obviously transform to their alter egos, being very powerful. They go to Talon Mountain. Talon Mountain, what a name. This is when they start to have a little fun. A little fun. A little playful. Like, they're like... Oh, you know, yeah, they're working in Tangent. They're, she's testing tandem. out her powers. Tangent. Oh, oh Tangent. <laughs> they're working together, David. <laughs> and they break into Hunger the Harpy's place. Hunger's throne room should be right behind these doors. And let's go and say hello. Look, that must be Queen Angela. Come on. Queen Angela, we are here to free you. How nice of you! Move! 
Now, this is my favorite part, one of the favorite part of the movies, David, <laughs> is that snuggies. Hunga has a Queen Angela Snuggy tarp. <laughs> they think it's Queen Angela, and it's Hunga the Harpy under a tarp that looks like Queen Angela on the floor. And then she throws it. How off. nice! Above <laughs> you! <laughs> to look at my Snuggy! <laughs> She throws it off and ah! then it's Hunga the Harpy who what a experience. So what she experience. shoots them with a staff of sorts that she has. It looks like it has a horde symbol on it. Yes, it does. And maybe so, she's in like part of like their a sympathizer, a horde sympathizer. She's a not symbolizer. Symb- now you got me messing up. She's a- <laughs> no. Sympathizer. Sympathizer. And they ask, where is Queen Angela? And she says, David. Well, so they she traps them and then Hunger thinks she's got them. She puts like this thing where basically pillars and jaw things come up around yeah, them. So they, yes. And then she like, goes, shall we, shall we wipe that smile off our face? This is where, again, we go right into, we know that Sheer is the snarky one. Uh, He-Man does say a few things, but it's more like, it's like very dry, like your gym buddy humor. No, father, maybe. Yeah, your father kind of a thing. Shall we take him down to size? And she's like, mm. So they break free. And then actually, I believe that it's Spirit also kicks. Yeah, he kicks the, the it's like horns, like tusks of an elephant. Yeah, they're like coming up that are trapping them. like initially. And they're breaking through, yeah. They're like, mm. this is where, again, I d- differ from other people. I guess they should have taken me as a character you on this thing. Because as soon as they <laughs> disarmed her. Hunger, I would have slashed her throat and said, one less problem. Got one less, one less problem. We have Thanksgiving coming up in the whispering words. We'll have Hunger. We'll have harpy stew. Yeah. One because less, honestly, one less problem. Got one less problem without you. One less problem without you. Without hunger. So hunger, by the way, you see, when you see Queen Angela, she throws her trash scraps to eat. Pieces of meat. At least she's she, didn't want. she looked like she was eating a, a cutie orange. So at least she's eating something healthy. She did look like a little cutie. She was peeling. That's funny. She does. And she was throwing trash Angela on the floor who has a collar that doesn't allow her she's to like, use her magic. Gloria Man or He-Man, can you? You think you can take this collar off my neck. <laughs> Thank you, mighty warrior. The name's He-Man. Can you remove this collar from my neck, He-Man? That shouldn't be too hard. <sighs> there. It was that collar which prevented me from using my magic. But now that it is gone... She's magnificent. And now I think we should go. There's a certain young woman named Glimmer who's very anxious to see you. Glimmer! My daughter! Just follow us. Which, by the way, is performed by Erica Schreimer, who is the daughter of Lou Schreimer of Filmation. And David, she wrote and performed the I Have the Power theme song. She did? I love it. It's her. A stranger walked into my world! And she wrote it, David. She wrote it. I thought it was a good song. I love it. Angela's power is activated, and not only does it make her look beautiful again, it cleans the dirt off her face. <laughs> now, we all need that power. Oh, my God. It cleans her. So they take her back to Bright Moon, and she reunites with Glimmer, her daughter. 
Now they think that they're in a good space. And my second favorite quote of this movie comes out, which is, this is me. They think they're in an okay part. So Adam goes, do you think it's something you like? You would, would you like to go visit your family, meet your, you know, my, your parents? When do you want to leave? And she says, would now be too soon. That would be me. As soon as I want to get to the party, would now be too soon to leave. And they also say now that Queen Angel is free, the rebellion would have a much better chance against the Horde. They don't spoiler they don't they never she never she's always weak too she's the sorceress 2.4 but she can leave the castle i could do this though <laughs> anyway <laughs> we go through the portal and david we get to eternia but you're missing a pivotal point you got shadow weaver and hordak out on a ride in a flying machine oh they are flying around and they it's see like shadow weaver's like <laughs> I'd like to go out for a, a ride. You know. <laughs> now that I don't have control over a door, I have nothing to do with myself. Take me around the Etheria, please. He's like, fine, but we're not stopping at the Froyo place. <laughs> no stops. No stops so you can perform at the laughing at the laughing swan. And Imp is, is Imp with them or no? No, the, one of the Horde soldiers see them going and she's like, it's a dimensional gate, Hordak. <laughs> And they go through. He goes through. So he sees them running and she's like, she's leaving this world. <laughs> you know, her shadow weaver voice. I don't know. <laughs> we'll never have her again. There she is. What? What's she doing? It's a dimensional gate. She's leaving this world. No, no. I, I won't let her escape me. Take the controls. What does this mother do? I love this Hordak. He transforms into a rocket, right? And he zooms through as the portal's portal is closed. Literally like this a tight the tightest. He gets through. He gets through. So then you see that the sorceress greets Adora. And I really didn't look for you. I swear to God we looked for you. <laughs> David. Because it actually says in this, as someone wrote as a trivia, the, where is this? The typical benevolent sorceress of Castle Grayskull casually admits to using spells to erase traumatic memories of the minds of the people so of So let me tell you something. Is I this, not, okay is this not Sleeping Beauty? Yes. When the three fairies put everybody to sleep so to save them from the pain, including the parents, the pain of Aurora being put into this deep sleep. So there's that aspect of it. There's the aspect of it that she only let the king and queen and remember, man at arms man at remember. Arms. There's the part where, again, this is something that we kind of touched upon but didn't go into because there's also the dramatic part. There's a part when she's explaining what happened. Well, actually, this, this is what's coming up. Yeah, she's explaining she in detail now to Adora and Adam what really happened. There was a force from another planet or dimension, she says, called the Horde. And, and then she explains that they basically came to conquer, but they were no match for the powers of Castle Grayskull. And your father's brave soldiers. Man-at-arms looking young. Man-at-arms and her. This, but this is crazy to me because did the power of Castle Grayskull get weaker when He-Man came out because it shares the power because she was no. able to repel the Horde? No, because the Horde is not magic. The Horde is machine. Oh, the reason right. why she battles with Skeletor is Skeletor has powers. He's that magical. Actually Evil Lynn so is magical. Sense. So magic fighting magic. You, I mean, if you're a magician... Sense. 
you could, you know, you could that. blow up a piece of metal. She could transport the metal to wherever if wow. she wants to. I actually never thought of that before because I kept saying she would be so drained by now. But to add to your point, David, it says she also erased Eternian's lack of vital information of their own recent past, including a war against the evil horde. No character seems to question the morality of tempering with people's memories, but I think it's okay to forget a war if, if they're unbothered, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I understand why she would take the pain away but this, is, but this is also a continuity thing this is yes. how, they, how they got around yes. he-man not looking for his long-lost sister for the last 20 years there you go exactly so it, it, it that makes sense it's the way they got around the whole thing so adam comes to the castle he tells his parents to cover their eyes and i'm sorry this is again the king is a little a king randor randor's a little impatient what are you doing here he's always seems to be a little impatient he needs to get over it is it because of his past that we now learn of maybe it, now well it's also better. because it's also because he adam is like his mess up is mess up a little bit like adam is too tooty too, little too tooty a little too fruity he's not strong enough for him so basically then they realize it's their daughter and everyone starts crying it's 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 really sweet it's a it's a beautiful moment they say the royal family is back together marlene is queen marlene is locked arms with adora randor i guess seems to be okay with adam has a hand adam on that you made him the happiest man on, on eternia, eternia which i thought was beautiful and then tila of course has always got to be in the out she was so, what are you about? Who's got a sister? When she said, who's this woman? Did you hear her? Who's she? Is that Adam's girlfriend? I knew. I, th- I thought he was gay. Yeah, I was going to say, she was pissed. And he goes, mad at home, goes, why, it's Adora, Adam's twin sister. And she was like, daughter? Uh, I don't understand. She's Adora, Adam's twin sister. And she's back after all this time. Look at you. How lovely you are. Oh, Mother, I'm so glad Adam brought me here. Son, I want you to know that today you've made me the happiest man on all Eternia. You remember the new He-Man on Netflix when she was pissed off at this secret? She would be double pissed off now. Oh, he's got a sister and... She's that made, never magical. made any sense whatsoever to me. Some of it made sense and some of it didn't. But anyway. Literally, Tila was the only one that didn't know. That, that does kind of suck, right? Well, why didn't you just tell her? I mean, in all honesty. It wasn't protecting her from anything. No. Matter of fact, she thought less of him. She's they're having a celebration at the palace. Gordak, he goes to Snake Man. He goes, do you think my old pupil will be here? He's like, oh, my old throne room. Yeah, and Skeletor's <laughs> like, it ain't your throne room. It's mine. So they end up battling. He must have said, Skeletor, your body's looking on point lately. You you haven't aged a day. And I don't understand this. Skeletor shoots and makes rock fall down on top of, like, part of the castle on top of him. And he goes, I did it. I sent him <laughs> back to the dimension he came from. Whatever you do skeletor's voice better now i don't know about you if i dropped rocks on you that didn't transport you to another dimension maybe he means dead i killed him he went back to the dimension now i've done it (laughs) yeah that's exactly it you do the voice better than i do so anyway they plot a wicked plan a wicked plan to get adora back which by the way for he-man fans this was a great thing because you get to see characters that cross over and and they're back in their history their backstory yeah truly it really adds and it adds to skeletor's history too as part of the horde this david this has always been my favorite part when they get outside the palace and skeletor is going to transform into their 
chef, but how does he not come up with this plan? They, they have done this before. I was gonna say they chef, right? What, Specifically, isn't, isn't it when Evil Lynn became Nadira, the one with the oh, staff? with the staff oh, it was yeah. some kind of oh, yeah. thing or something or something like that anyway so he becomes their chef he knows everything about the about the Ooh. chef apparently and he's like this oh i love he's got a big spoon and, and this and chef a special thing for you a gigantic cake and he turns beast man who's the other one with him Trapjaw. it was Trapjaw. into beast man looks like actual beast man in human form almost he's like a a hired hand to bring in this gigantic Beast cake. Man in drag. It really is. His first form, met her in a tree. Uh, he brings in this gigantic cake, which is really Hordak. He jumps out of the cake during the surprise because the king's like, my God, isn't that We're a lot? We're not going to eat all that. Four people. We're all no, And if it was me, I would have said, can you not be greedy and give it to the help too? That, not even Tila or Man at Arms. We're only four people. But even Queen Marlene is like, Chef Moore. Now, what did she say, Chef? Chef Boyardee, this is too much. <laughs> You've outdone yourself this time. Enter. Ah, uh, forgive me, Your Majesty, but I thought you might like a special dessert for this special occasion. Why, it's magnificent, Chef Allen. But don't you think it's a bit much for four people? I, I think it's just right. Mm. Oh, but this is a very special type of cake, Your Majesty, as you're about to see. Not a moment passes. Boom. It's not really Chef. It's Skeletal Hordak. And they kidnap Adora again. And he says, he tells, what's his name? Cyclops, dude. Triclops. Oh, yeah, Triclops. Triclops. He blasts a hole in the side of the <laughs> building. They take her to Snake Mountain. And then you pan to Marlena sobbing her eyes and saying they took her little girl and now they took her again. That was heartbreaking. I'm sorry. Even for a cartoon, that was heartbreaking for me to see. It was hard. If right in the same day. What a day. And she says, please, He-Man, get my daughter back. And he says, I will, Marlena. Or whatever. Yeah, he does. And, and King Rando is like, where the hell is that damn son of mine? Getting drugs again? And <laughs> cruising <laughs> he got the he got the grinder alert on this day adam so he skeletor portrays hordak to keep adora for him so he opens a dimensional portal hordak questions is this really going to take me back to sure so I'd it's like, funny sure. that the, the sorceress couldn't do it but skeletor was easily came up with a portal he never uses portals this is the thing i you know what i love that a shadow weaver can turn into like a ball of fire or a puff of smoke <laughs> Evil Lynn can also transport herself, I think. Yes, she does. Skeletor never, he always gets caught and he's like, ah, screw it. I'm going to sit on my ass here and just like take it. Yeah, he'll he'll just go, my God, forget it. So he pushes Hordak through without Adora. Yes. Then he calls up King Randor. You royal boob. Randor. Randor. He called him a boob, a royal boob. Royal boob. You royal boob. Yeah, I love that. Skeletor to King Randor. Skeletor to King Randor. Come in, you royal boob. He's like, guess what I got? And then Adora pretends that she fainted. And he's like, just like a woman. That is no bueno. And now, princess, I must decide what to do with you. (gasps) She's she's fainted. Just like a woman. Take her to the dungeons, Furface. I'll contact Randor and tell him my demands. Poor Skeletor. I hope he, you know, this is not his normal. This is not his normal, his thing. 
Although later on, when he does a female He-Man, at least he does recognize her power. So he has Beastman bring Adora to this cell, and she gives a wink that, of course, I didn't really faint. And then Beastman's, oh, you're such a pretty princess. I'm sorry, I'm so bad that I have to put you... <laughs> I have to put you in this this chamber. <laughs> so pretty. Maybe I could just take some pictures while you're asleep. That's I was giving me creeper vibe. Beastman's a pervert after all these years. And she's like, if there's a camera up in here, I'd best not catch this thing on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, a pretty princess. <laughs> it's too bad we have to lock you up in the dungeon. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment, Fangs. Uh? She immediately says, Thanks for the compliments, Fangs. <laughs> and she, you uh, can't lock me in here. She's like, I just did. Dave, you didn't mention she slides yeah. under his legs. I just did, she said. So here's another thing. All the training that Adora oh. received for, from the Horde makes her a formidable dirty, um, adversary. Dirty a, a, no, a, for, a formidable adversary even not being sheer reform. Yeah, she's a force. Adam force has no really that much. I know, I know Tila taught him some things, but he really doesn't have the same sort of training. Adora can take care of herself even not being in sheer reform. She's taken on a lot of things. She went under this man's legs and out of the Then tail. she starts climbing up the ceiling and stuff and she grabs the sword and, and uh, Triclops is like, Ordak seemed to think there was something special about this sword. With that voice, with that echo effect, right? It's always. And then she takes it and she goes, "That was just lucky. Let me even the score or something." So then she becomes oh, Shira. It's amazing soundtrack that Shira has. And then she comes in. He go and she's like, "What did she say? I freed her." Oh, because he's like, "I have her." And then she's like, "I freed Princess Adora." And then that's when Skeletor says, "This is the worst day of my life." But he's taking it like you said. He's on the floor like. Wah. It's not nice to call people names. Who are you, woman? The name's She-Ra. And you can stop trying to call the king. I've freed the princess. What? Get her! And the other thing that was mentioned is Shadow Weaver, going back to, says something to the effect of about the sword. She mentions the sword again and saying she would have learned its secrets if, it, if that warrior woman didn't steal it. Warrior woman? Yeah, yes. That wild, <laughs> that wild warrior woman problem she probably said. So I do like that He-Man doesn't say, this is my sister, He-Man. He says, this is my friend, She-Ra. So smart. I mean, it's a little thing, but that would have been really too much to, to put together. Like, they're both sister and brother. Hello, He-Man. Sorry you missed all the fun. Who in the world is that? Tila, man-at-arms. This is my friend, She-Ra. Nice to meet you. Where's Princess Adora? Um, she's, uh... Oh, she's safe. Right, right. Safe. A female He-Man! Oh, oh, this is the worst day of my life! <laughs> <laughs> 
So cut to back at the palace and King Rander goes, how many more years before I have to have my daughter? Because Adora says that she would not be able to live with herself leaving the war. Father, how would you feel? You know, would you leave your people in the midst of a war? But she hopes to one day soon return and be able to be a princess and not have to pee and poop in the in the woods, in the whispering woods. We don't even have toilets. That's what the whispering woods goes. Shh. Loki's <laughs> like, did you see me watching you pee today? Today, I was right here. Take another Woo-hoo. look. Take another look, I, right? right? I took another look. That's your lucky. She gets back. She thinks this big goodbye. She says goodbye to tears. She says goodbye to Adam. She walks through the portal. She thinks it's over. And I know Adam's like, would you like one more try, sis? Let me help you a little more. Can you give a prince a, a ride or something, he says to her? She's like, Adam! They go and they find out that Queen Angela is, is going to fight to take back Castle Bright Moon. And they're like, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you're here, basically. And then they're planning to what they're going to do. And then a beast comes out, a big cocaine bear. I love this because it's the stock beast sound of the like the most treacherous thing and he's coming out and she-ra david what does she get she does her telepathy mm-hmm. she holds his hands and says he wants to fight with us against the horde and i always love that moment that she could talk again talks to animals check <laughs> then there's a side note he man's like i wish we had asked the sorceress about your powers yeah, me too. Me too, He-Man. Me too. <laughs> I want you to look at one other thing, though, when Madame Raz is hiding. And what do you see? Oh, <gasps> is that two nipples? That's what it looks like on those whispering woods. Those whispering woods are park. Oh, how does it always come back to breasts for us, David? I, I just can't. Queen Angela doesn't want to live in the woods anymore. She's like, my castle needs to be brought back Indoor to Indoor plumbing. Indoor plumbing. <laughs> I just can't clean myself off with magic every day. Running water. This is how you've been living, my daughter? (laughs) My daughter, I will kill every horseman to get you a bidet. That's what she sounds like. Everything is my daughter. She was my daughter. So... However, oh my god, this is amazing. They return to the rebellion. Oh, by the way, the sorceress says you can come back anytime you want to. Just call me in the sword. Call me. Call me anytime. You can call me on my hello happy line. Call me. Adam and Cringer help Adora get the rebellion off to a great start. As He-Man and She-Ra, the twins, will help rebels liberate Bright Moon. Learning more about She-Ra's powers in the process, like David says, using telepathy to communicate with the wild animals of the Whispering Woods, and healing Swift Wind when he is injured. So there's another dramatic part that makes me so sad I could have cried and probably did as a child. They're fighting. They're fighting to get Bright Moon back. They're they're doing all the best they can and one of the hordesmen takes a shot and shoots down Swiftwind and Swiftwind falls to the ground. He's selling, he says, I hurt Shira. And then she says, Swiftwind's dying. I can feel it. That is so sad to me because you know I love animals. Are you alright? Yes, but Swiftwind Shira I Oh, Swift Wind's dying. I can feel the pain. If only there was something I could do. She-Ra, your hands. Look, they're glowing. Can it be? For the honor of Skull, let your wounds be healed. 
and all of a sudden her hands glow and she says, can it be for the honor of Grayskull? Let your wounds be healed. Again, what can she not do? That's when Adam must have been like, I got the shit end stick of this deal. He's like, I got a sword and some muscles and um, and she gets to transform into anything, talk to animals, heal people. I'm sure she's got a lifetime membership <laughs> to Costco and Sam's Club too. But she lives in the woods. So how good could it be? He lives in a palace. She's got a Tesco gift card for, for $20,000. <laughs> and this says, this is the official synopsis. After he injured by the he heal, he's healed. He, Min, and Battle Cat return to Eternia while Shira and Swiftwind resolve and, and stay until all Eternia is free. But this is a big goodbye as but well. But there's a few pivotal things. One, yes. they get into the castle and Shira says it's over. I, we're going to liberate, we liberated Brightmoon and now we're going to liberate the other kingdoms. And he says to her, a very... <laughs> Very profound thing. One battle does not win a war. Or Shira, yes. And he Shira. blasts off. A, a He-Man realizes she's not coming back. He says, you're not coming back. She's like, Hordex, right? One battle does not win a war. And they're need. I'm needed here, blah, blah, blah. So then- Oh, because he thought he was going to come back, get it over with, and then bring her right back to And Eternia. then they embrace- he gives her a hug, and then she t- goes off, and he yells, what does he hold, the sword? Goodbye, Shira, princess of power. And then she says, goodbye, he brother. Meant dear, dear brother. Again, sad moment. Then he cries, has one single tear coming down. <laughs> the one, the one. Even He-Man cries. Dun, 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 They'll be back, and I'll be waiting. <laughs> for Etheria, my daughter. Listen to them cheer. It's good to hear them so happy. How about you? Aren't you happy? Yes. And no. You are not returning to Eternia with me, are you? I can't. Hordak was right. One battle doesn't win a war. And it's a war Etheria's fighting. I'm needed here, He-Man. At least for now. Tell mother and father I love them. I will. Ready to go home, Battle Cat? <sighs> sure, He-Man! Say goodbye to all my friends here, will you? And if you should ever need my help... I'll call. And if you ever... I'll know just who to ask for. Up, Swift Wind! <laughs> Farewell, She-Ra! Princess of Power! Farewell, He-Man! Dear brother! He-Man will make occasional guest appearances on She-Ra. So this is not the end for He-Man And then also, Lucky, 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 whatever his name is. Did you see me spying on you today? Goes to Turnia to help get He-Man's help because... Light yes. Hope, Light Hope, which you'll see later on becomes a character that's called the Crystal Castle. Light Hope sends him with all the magic he's got left to get He-Man to save them because- He-Man, yes. And then I think Skeletor comes too a few times. He he works out, he has a thing with Shadow Weaver to trap- Hordak, and yes. And she ends up getting trapped too in a bone cage, above all things. So David, Shira is very acrobatic. Lou Scheimer specifically asked animators to make sure the lead character's 
modesty was kept intact. That's why her skirt never comes up. Even though it's up to her private parts, so tight up that oh, you that might as well not be wearing waist? anything. What was that damn waist? That was Adora has a waist for ages. Also, we mentioned possible names for Shira. Another one was Shiro, referring to He-Man's original name, Hero. But Lou Scheimer thought the name didn't sound feminine. Writer Larry Dottilio, who wrote the series Bible for Shira, and who says he came up with Shira as well, came up with the name Shira referring to the Egyptian word for God, Ra. However, Ra actually means sun in the ancient Egypt and not the word for God, which I always thought it was too. Ra is the name of the ancient sun god. So it makes sense. So it's She-Ra. She has the power. And David, originally Adora was to be called Eve to compliment Adam. Okay. The idea was dropped because the characters were twins. The Crystal Castle was originally going to be called the Palace of Power. Hordak's original name was Reaper. I would like think I'd like Reaper better. Reaper is scary. Yeah. Glimmer was going to be called Shimmer. <laughs> Shimmer, Glimmer, Glitz. I mean... But her name was changed when it proved difficult for the voice actors to say. Oh, they were me. They can't say Shimmer? Shimmer. Oh, dearie, my Shimmer. The film earned $7.5 million at the box office, earning more than three times the size of its production budget. Because this was Filmation, and you know they love their, their stock thing, so they must have saved a lot of money making this. But, as we always say, David, Shira upped the story Shira upped the even the animation the soundtrack everything was to the next level she was supposed to be the successor of He-Man and was put with this movie included was put in place to do that again I'm gonna say that the, the naysayers that complain about Shira and say that it was misogynistic I don't know what cartoon they were saying because I saw a woman that was ultra powerful more powerful than He-Man ever was just as strong as him, had all the cool weaponry she could turn your sword into anything talk to animals heal people she could call on the all of the all the power of of etheria come to shira which david i always wonder how that i mean that's a whole other thing but i wonder if she's because it's a magical planet I, it's not grayskull so she's actually even calling on the planet itself to aid to her on a side note my son just saw something, and I wonder if it's, you know, the band Quiet Riot? I'm wondering, though, if, if they watched, they were the Gem fans. My son, who's in kindergarten, goes to school with a kid named Riot. Oh, like, Riot. Like the stingers from yeah, Gem Riot. Kid. But anyway, I don't know why I came up with that, but you were talking about the Reaper and different names. So the thought, Reaper. Yeah, that's actually Hordak. Reaper. So, I mean, this is a jammed pack holiday episode. We hope you enjoyed it, Radical Ones. David, your opinion now, 38 years later of Secret of the Sword. I mean, I wasn't even around when it first came out. So, <laughs> unlike you, because you're old. What do I think about it? It still, it holds something for me. I still can get a little teary-eyed and get very into the storyline. Again, maybe because I, I, I adopted children and I know about yes. the loss they've been through and experiences I personally have had, but it's very touching to me as far as that storyline. I love Shira. I always have. I think she eclipses He-Man in many ways. No pun intended, but she does. In my mind, anyway. I love He-Man, but... Of course, me too. But she, I mean, you can't deny. Her power, her snappy comebacks. The fact that really He-Man only fights, typically fights Skeletor and yes, a handful of other randos that to. appear. Randos that appear. Shira is always having to fight because the Horde attacks from 
every angle everywhere every angle every moment there is no really downtime for her where i feel like adam sits around and, and does nothing for a while because there's really nothing going on yeah he sleeps a lot he lounges a matter of fact they said had shira been picked up for season three had it not been canceled at the end of season two the series would have likely finally ended with the great rebellion defeating hordak in the evil horde shira revealing herself as a door to the great rebellion and deciding to leave etheria and going back to eternia for good i wish they had done that oh i wish they would have done like 20 10 years later or anything nothing whatever what whatever and just did a fast forward episode i hate when people do this shira actually is yeah she's left in limbo she's in the the wharf still honestly in this moment it's like she's in a in a nightmare in a dream and she's still in that dream she is so still in that dream so david we actually are still awaiting the supposed amazon this was developed in 2021 the amazon live action shira show that supposedly is a reboot that has nothing to do with either of the cartoons so i don't know if this is still actually happening but it's still listed as active development but i'm assuming this is going to be like xena warrior princess which you've been oh on. my god don't get me testifying up in here <laughs> i have been watching clips of xena on youtube lately and let me tell you i am addicted i don't know why i haven't watched xena altogether again i have never seen i xena is so entertaining lucy lawless is beautiful i was just saying i think we talked about this off camera everything that they turn her into an egyptian person a, a, a greek goddess uh a whatever a concubine a slave girl anything that she they put her in she can turn into it she could wear blonde she could do a redhead she could do brown hair she looks gorgeous and everything gorgeous. and she looks the character character to me so i don't know if that's really good costuming or just lucy lawless is very adaptable but i love it i love the storyline i love that all the mixture of all the different gods and deities and all the crazy stuff yeah and i just and i love the savagery and it's funny shira and xena were always compared years ago as well even though they're like completely different in a way but it is that warrior woman with a sword kind of strong with that being said, happy Black Friday. We're back, of course, next week with all new episodes of the Thundercats reviews and recaps with David. The Christmas season is, for those for those who celebrate, is, is now, I think, the official opening. Yeah, matter of fact, this is the day that the Christmas song Because I have playing. had enough of apple, pumpkin, cinnamon, spice lattes to, I don't even, know. bye. I'll never have enough of fall, but no, it's time. It's time, David. I pumped. It's time for the Christmas season. Of course, we'll be new all December long. And um, thank you for celebrating with us, Radical Ones. Thank you for celebrating this movie. I hope we did it justice. It means a lot. It means a lot. It means a lot to me. Matter of fact, this movie came back in 2006 in the theaters and David and I went to see it. You remember that? It was like one weekend and we were like, it was us and then a father and, her young, and his young daughter at the time. So a very touching story with heart as always. We love to cover those kinds of things so we'll see you next week radical ones goodbye and sayonara david i have the power so can you Where, but believe me, I'll 
I walk the universe to find her For better or for worse beside her For the honor of love By the power above I have the power I have the power A stranger Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.